It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with full grand. Welcome to another exciting episode of the UPX Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, joined by Thank Me Later. How you doing today, Thank Me Later? What's up, brother? Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Actually, we had a lot of rain, and I think cold is coming in, but other than that, it's pretty good. It's September. It's starting to cool off here, and uh, it's nice. Kind of humid still tonight, but uh, it's sleep with the windows open. Nice and cool night, so so I like it. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. Yeah. We are coming to you guys a day early. Uh, have a special date night with the wife tomorrow night. So uh, thank me later was nice enough to uh, record this early. Uh, we got a lot in store for you today. Uh, we do not have a special guest at all, but it's been a while since we've been able to talk all kinds of stuff going on in Upland. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. So that's pretty exciting just from the new york city release uh there's landmarks to talk about what's landmarks you'll find out here shortly well Uh, hopefully you already read the dang article i did like no i mean if you're listening hopefully hopefully this isn't the first you're hearing of this hopefully you're, you're you're doing your diligence you're following the twitters and the and the uh the discords and you're getting the information because by the time this comes out the information will already be not stale but it'll already have existed for some time yeah but you can get our thoughts on it Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to get some thoughts. A lot of thoughts. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, another bubble in New York City's opening. Um, so that will be interesting. Uh, the Love Tour just wrapped up. That was a pretty fun event there. And uh, some still cool stuff going on on the fan server. And the Upland Fantasy League, uh, Fantasy Football, is kicking off this week, too. So we got a lot to talk about. For sure. Well, what about... If you don't even know what Upland is, you stumbled upon this podcast in some weird back channel or somebody's like, I got to go check these guys out. They're funny. Yes. If you found this podcast just uh, randomly on your server, uh, what is Upland and what are you listening to? I have a great, I mean, you do a great job, but I got to use what we had last week when we had Eden on. His definition was just great. So if somebody is listening and wants to know what Upland is, Here's what Upland is. So Upland is a digital metaverse that's uh, kind of like overlaid on top of the real world. Uh, Upland's inhabitants uh, play various games and competitions, uh, and they earn by trading the digital properties or assets or you know, even running their own businesses. And they connect with their local communities uh, of Uplanders. Um, the Upland metaverse is built with blockchain technology, and this powers a real-world economy where participants are able to extract monetary value back into the real world. So now you have to top that, thank me later, coming up in future episodes. Yeah, well, not only that, you can't, you can't appreciate it because it's, it's a podcast, but we actually have um, a holographic image um, of him saying it in the studio. So you don't get to appreciate that on the podcast. It loses some of its thing without the video, but yeah, pretty hardcore. It, it does lose it. It's a fact. 
Yeah, like, uh, like weren't they doing with like Tupac? It's like a Tupac concert. <laughs> exactly. Got, uh, we got the hologram uh, eating in the studio. Well, I, I mean, Tupac's supposedly living in Cuba, and that's for a whole different topic. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy out there that sounds just like him, raps just like him, so he's living in Cuba. That's my take on Tupac. Um, uh, but our disclaimer uh, Upland is not responsible for any thoughts or or ideas shared on this podcast. This is two players that are passionate about the game and enjoy coming to you each week talking about the game. All thoughts are thank me letters and my own. So Upland, we're not employees of Upland, and they are not overall responsible for the content of this episode. Yeah, so you can't hold them responsible if after listening to us for an hour you have a migraine. It's not it's not Miles' fault. You can't blame don't blame the llama. Yes. Can't blame the llama. Oh. Our exciting part is our numbers. People like the numbers. They do like the numbers. Uh we did improve. Uh right now we're talking about upland itself we're on dapradar.com under the rankings and games uh 24 hours over the 24 hour period uh upland has 2.3k players which is great uh last week when we talked about it the 24 hour rate was under 2000 uh players uh, and that was sitting number two overall behind splinterlands and for the seven day average upland is at 6.47k which we're slightly down over a week and the 30-day uh, moving average, it's kind of like um, kind of like the stocks, you would think, uh, is 8,000 players. And we are down about 10% over last month. A um, lot, of, lot of games that are out there on uh, Thundercore. There's uh, four games ahead of us on Thundercore, Galaxy Blocks, Math Wars, Color Craze, and Brain Warp. Um, no idea what those are. Uh, Maybe Those kind of sound like educational ones. Like, I wonder if it's because of like remote learning, maybe like some places are implementing that, like some like uh, STEM schools. I could see that because uh, Uplands, I mean, that would be a good way to boost your numbers. Yeah. Upland's number six overall. Um, so, and uh, even Splinterlands is number three. So Galaxy Blocks, which is number one, has 11.7 thousand over the last 30 days. So good for them. Mm, Galaxy Blocks. That one doesn't sound as educational. Some of the other ones you mentioned, I feel like a math or something in it. It's got a Tetris block on it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So now I am disappointed in, we got to get out and I got to, we got to get out in Discord and promote this a little more. Our interview with Iden, or Edon, I'm horrible with names. Just fire me now. Um, with Edon, is only our third ranked episode. I figured that thing would just fly off the set records for the podcast last week. Hmm, interesting. What's the what's the number one ranked podcast? Um, well, over the last thirty days, the number one ranked podcast is uh, Recurrier's big contest announcement. But if we change it to since we implement since we started the podcast, which was yeah ever all time, which was all the way back in June. Can you believe that June seventeenth? That's crazy to me, actually. Going on three months. Holy cow! 
three months. And pretty excited there. But the all-time is our uh, Genesis podcast. And then Recurrier's Big Announcements, number two. Wow. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if that, what that says. It's like they listen to the first one, and then they're like, okay, yeah. They <laughs> peaked. They peaked at that first one. You guys suck. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we were still learning, so I hope if you listen to the first, maybe they went to back to re-listen to it. Maybe that's it. That's why it's so many. Yeah. And uh, Edon's interview right now is ranking number seven. So we'll, we'll give it another week and – see if it overtakes but that's a great interview if you missed last week's episode go ahead and check that out a lot of uh a lot of things were made clearer for a lot of players last week yeah so i mean keep in mind i mean we i mean i i asked some fluff questions but i mean we asked some pretty direct questions and i i think we got we got some pretty direct answers i was quite surprised actually um how direct some of the answers were so um definitely appreciated it yeah, and we look forward to having them back on. Um, over the last week, uh, looking at our, looking at what countries are listening to us. Uh, new ones are Malta, uh, Peru came back in, and Belgium made an appearance this week. Nice. I like their chocolate. Yeah, I like our international <laughs> listeners. And uh, yeah, super cool. Hopefully. I haven't really had any uh, complaints about the amount of slang we use, so either they've caught on or we've reduced the slang that we've used. Or they're like, these Americans won't listen to our complaints anyway, so we're just going to stop complaining. Oh, that could be it, too. That could be it. Ooh, Australia has overtaken the United Kingdom in listens. UK, they're, they're struggling there for it. Got to get our listenership back up there. But okay, enough about the podcast and those numbers. The more exciting part, which you enjoy the most. Uh, for the record, I just enjoy talking to you the most. That's my favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, you don't have to suck up to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to because you do all the actual work, you know, setting up, getting the equipment, doing the agenda, pulling the numbers. I just come in and, you know, crack some jokes and go back to sleep. And then you're producing and doing all the legwork. So, yeah. But I don't have to do much for the numbers now. Uh, DailyUplander.com is our sponsor for numbers. Really appreciate the work that they do, and they added a nice little feature for us this week so we can see the, we've always talked about, we want to see who's moving up and down the charts, and they've added that feature to the numbers they provide for us. Uh, Shout out to the Daily Uplander guys. Uh, Always check out their website. Great information, great lookups there. Yeah. I think, well, and because they, they put the properties, like, on the front page. I would love, like, I mean, I'm looking at the spreadsheet that they provided us. This is, I mean, they should build this in and do, like, I don't know if it's, like, daily or weekly. Um, this would be pretty cool to watch, maybe weekly. Um, After we talk about see. it on the podcast. Well, you do it, like, the day of, so that way it's on there. But, I mean, like, we can still talk about it, like, movers and shakers. Because, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, um, really cool stuff. DailyOplander.com. Can't say enough good stuff about it. Or um, the dev team, which I now know is Knox, Mixplick, 
And oh, nice to damn meet you. It. Nice, nice to meet you. And he's the one I remembered last time. Nice to meet you, Knox Mixplick. Is that is that it? Is that the trio? That is the trio, and it's Mixplick. Last week we pluralized it, which was wrong. So we do apologize. Clicks. It's yeah. not clicks. No, it's click. I mean, he does enough work for multiple people. That's so it was really a compliment. I don't. Maybe he just didn't get that. <laughs> No. All right. Mixed click. Got it. Um, yeah. And I think that there's going to be some more partnerships. Um, I know that there's a whole team of people and we'll talk about it a little bit more um, towards the end uh, with Upland World and some of the stuff that's being built uh, for the fan server. But let's talk numbers now because I'm looking at them and, and there's some cool stuff. Anything you want to call out before I just kind of nerd out on a couple things? Um so I, I do love this aspect that they even let us know when somebody new cracks the top of the charts under properties. Patashi, it just says new next to his name, came in at number 11 That's this a, week. Right. <laughs> 563 actually, properties. To, on, to be honest. Um, yeah. Patashi, Patoshi, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce it. This This person has been on an absolute tear. Like, relative i mean completely unknown to the community um i think eric eric said that he knew eric p martin um said that he maybe had gotten a hold of him at, on some channel but he I, I as far as i know he's not on any of the official channels dude went and bought all of the low like low market properties in this like crazy buying spree single-handedly moved the market from like baseline 3,700 minimum sell to 4,000 upex minimum sell, which is a significant move for, you know, 24 hours, 563 properties. Um, absolute um, amazing. I'm sure he's in the, what is this top hundred now or what's, like, because where does he rank oh, in? Uh, he ranks number eleven on properties net worth. Um, let's see here. Does he rank? Because I mean, he's a, he's a hard into director at this point. Yeah. AA branches is another one. Yeah, we got some new AARP. players that uh, jumped in there. Keep going, but he is definitely. We got a lot of people in the director levels now. Um, yeah. AA Branches, Great Foolera. Mm, I don't know that one. There we go, 78. Yeah, wow. So, I mean, he's already got 3 million in. Um, Sniper, that's an interesting one. So Sniper Viper's been been around for a while. Sniper's an OOG. Oh, and Jones, look at Jones cracking. Jones cracked the top 100. Congratulations there, Jones. Wow, top 100 is now 2 million minimum. Yeah. Wait, does that mean China? Wait, where's China? Did he lose his spot in the top 100? Oh. China, you slacker. He's been buying he every other NFT out there. My goodness. He lost his, he lost his top 100. Yeah, no, this is this is super cool. Um, I, I love seeing that. I love seeing, you know, there's a lot of new blood coming in, uh, doing some interesting things. Um, obviously, the other big piece for me 
that I'm personally excited about is this week I broke 100,000 up squares. So pretty big. Um, shout out. Uh, oh, so I'm going to get a cheer. That's a big milestone. 100,000 up squares. Yeah. Huge shout out to my boy, Brett, who actually dropped two places, um, likely, almost certainly because of his sales uh, to me. Um, and I think uh, June June started picking him up as well. He was on a, he was on a selling spree. Um, he's got 753 total sales overall. Yeah. Dude is a selling machine. Not only that, like his, so he's ranked number two all time for um, UpEx profit, I think. Um, but in my mind, he's number one. And I'll tell you why. Because um, the reality is that that also includes referral bonuses. Not that referrals aren't important. They're hugely important. And, um, you know, that UpEx is, is rightfully earned by those players. However, um, you know, that kind of, like, Noise Demedia has a $5 million, like, add-on just from his single referral. So it's like, okay, if you take out referrals, which I don't think Brett has any, it's it's like a landslide. Um, and, I mean, DB, uh, DB Cooper's the same way. I'll be honest, most of mine, uh, I, have, I have a pretty good mix. But, like, Brett is a machine. Like, the amount of product and land that he moves through is impressive. So almost $10 million in UPEX proceeds. Now, again, that's not all profit. Um, and he does, you know, sell some things, um, you know, close to margin. Um, I think he's like, maybe he's liquidating for New York. Uh, seems likely. And he's got early but, access and it's Midtown. Oh, he has early access because he was selling some collections. He was selling Lombard and Mission Street or Market Street. I can't remember which of the streets um, at a fairly good, like not a huge markup. Um, and I mean, if you just like look at the all-time trades, yes, yeah, 742 all-time trades. Like, the next highest is Green Turtle, who's also a hustler, at 496. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and you'll notice, I mean, those, I'd say, top five, you'll see them constantly um, kind of like in the lowest bracket of, like, selling those those cheaper properties for some quick upex, and they are making a killing at it. Um, so, shout out to those guys. Um, it's, it's a hell of a market, and they, they know it well, and they know how to to work it to their advantage and it's just you're always seeing well we'll get more into the uh the upland fan server and what you can see there here in a little bit but yeah so properties you're still leading the way sunstar is 16 properties away from uh cracking a thousand come on sunstar you can do it yeah eric p martin on another tear by the way up five spots he's number four he's not messing around no he said uh after listening to us last week he was reinvigorated i I love that i I mean eric eric also is doing some stuff with ufa he's he's got these amazing art drawings he's got a whole series of like welcome to upland and it's got him uh, like walking into upland across the bridge some really cool stuff um great guy 
I'm so glad that we could get him reinvigorated about uh, Upland and get him more involved in the community because A plus guy. Yeah. Check out his stuff. He's been posting it on Reddit and he's done it on the main Upland Discord server, I believe. Yeah. I mean, he's got it in a couple of places and. Again, it's on it's on Atomic Hub. You can you can take a look at it or just PM me if you can't find his work. I'll I'll make sure to to get you connected with his stuff. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, Mixplick is also a big mover in the net worth. Jumped up uh, six spots to seventeen point two million. <sighs> so. I thank you for actually putting that because I'm sure he would be more than a little upset if we didn't like we missed this apparently for a little bit and he was playing it super cool. Do you know why he jumped up? Uh, he bought the U S mint. Yeah. The U S M F and mint like not playing around. So Mixflix started with, uh, the, the first bubble that was released, <laughs> like three of us were, you know, hum, humming around potentially buying gear, Delhi square, no one does it. All of a sudden, you just see this little dragon. Like, what? Hey, it's Mixplick. What's he doing over here? Boop. Bot. What the? F- what just happened? Like, <laughs> there was like three or four of us looking at, like, okay, how are we negotiating this? Boop. Taken. Like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, he even messaged me. He's like, I left you a little Easter egg in the game. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've talked about it for the last two weeks on your podcast. And I'm like, dude. And maybe it's a translation thing. I have no idea what you're saying to me. And uh, he's just laughing and uh, he's like, mint. And I was like, oh my gosh, you crazy bastard. You did it. Um, I mean, that was a what? 3.6? It was three. It was mid threes. Mid threes. Yeah. Like three and a half grand for the for that property. And I heard he, he was able to secure himself um, the third um, iconic, so that way he at least gets the iconic bonus, which is good. Oh, that's um, that's huge, especially for a property that that size. Oh yeah, you have to do it, or it's just not worth it. And he actually said he negotiated the iconic, the other, the the closeout iconic before he made that purchase, because which is smart, very very smart. <laughs> make sure that you're securing those large um, collections before you make a move, if that's your plan. Um, but yeah, unbelievable. Plus. I, I'm not going to spoil anything on on the podcast, but I will tease it because, and also we don't know 100% what's coming out, but he is working on some really cool stuff, um, all related around the promotion um, or through promotion with his property, the U.S. Mint. Um, so I won't spoil anything, but um, I've had a couple calls with him this week. And, uh, yeah, he'll definitely be doing something with UFA, maybe some other stuff happening. Um, but unbelievably cool stuff and yeah huge kudos he knocked down i like i like seeing who he knocked down so buck wilder crazy crypto nishirin kenny brett turbo you guys mixed click just knocked y'all down one number so and hodler um, said nah you're not passing me so he <laughs> <laughs> hodler not going down without a fight what did he buy i went oh I- Wait, was he the who was buying up New York like crazy? Dizzy. But Dizzy buys everything like crazy. The dude's insane. But yeah, you're right. He bought up all that stuff by Central Park. Eh? 
Uh, no, Brett did. Well, Brett and Brett and Heather went after a couple things around Central Park. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. Well, nice. Hobbit brought some stuff, oh, okay. too. So, I don't know. Oh, okay. Midtown will be interesting. But those are the... Oh, yeah. When's that launch? Uh, when? It will be Thursday, September 10th. Uh, the people get the get the pre-visit at 2 a.m. Pacific time. Um, so, Ooh. yeah. So as you're listening oh, to this, they got the the players are already in there picking up pieces of Midtown. Uh, the interesting parts are what are they considering Midtown? How many other neighborhoods is that going into? How far south are you going? How far east? How far west? Because Midtown has a laundry list of of things. We'll get to that here in a little bit, but cool. Yeah. Anything else yeah. jump out at you? you? You know, you're still up there at 1,500 properties. Dizzy's over 50 million. Noise is at 47. You broke the 30. Uh, Kent's still in the 20s. I'm getting close to the 20s. I'm at 18. Uh, then Hodler and Mitz Plick, um, they're catching up. Buck Waller sitting there. So, But, yeah, as you said, that's interesting. Top 100 players, to crack the top 100 net worth, you have to have 2 million. Yeah. Which is which is really, like I mean, that's a major, like if you think about like what that means for an investment, either time and or um, money, like that's not insignificant. Yeah, and there were no real movers, um, no real movers in the top ten and up squared. Uh, Brett dropped two spots. Uh, that's understandable. He sold a hundred and thirty some odd properties in the last week, and. Uh, Sunstar and Noyce moved up a spot each, and that's because Brett lost properties, so he lost his up square. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he sold me like 4,000 up X or up to at least. <laughs> so, um, because he's the only one I bought from. Um, so I was paying, you know, I don't know, like 100, 100 up X per up square for some of the bigger ones just to kind of get it done. Um, and he was real good. Shout out to my boy Brett. He was. He was fair. I overpaid for a significant amount of them, but uh, he did hook it up. So, um, and he helped me crack the hundreds. So, huge shout out and much appreciated to Brett. And I wish him luck. I hope he grabs some cool stuff in New York. Although I'm looking at his Explorer, he's still in San Francisco. Oh no, they're transporting them, aren't they? They're yeah, transports. Early access, they get a teleport, so they don't even have to fly. Oh, uh, that's nice. It is. It is. I mean, it makes sense, honestly. Like that should have been that should have been from the start. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch about on the numbers? No, not on the numbers. I'm good on that. All right, outstanding. So we just had uh, the San Francisco Love Tour. Were you able to participate that in that live? Live? No, I didn't do it live, but I did it by I like uh, I. I I went solo, so I didn't, I mean, not that there's cheating because it's essentially, they give you all the numbers, but, um, I, I, um, did like the discovery by myself later in the day, um, which was cool. Yeah, that was, that was a good event. Um, some people got some nice pinatas. Other people didn't get that awesome pinatas. Okay. But here's the thing. I don't like if I hear one more person, I'm gonna like to so go. Oh, I didn't get my money back. I'm gonna lose my mind. Like, 
if if all you were doing is to get your money back, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. A, about you should do it because it's a it's a cool fun event. Like you get to learn the city, you get to participate, and at most it's going to cost you, you know, a couple hundred upex just for the sense. Like if you if you play the sense smart, and I'll be honest, you know, a lot of these were were being price gouged by people. Um, it was hard to find cheaper sends on a lot of them. Um, but at the end of the day, the other thing from a profitability perspective, now nothing's guaranteed, asterisk, pure speculation, your limited edition Explorer is an NFT. So there's, uh, they actually published the number, 140 or 170 um, participants that got the bus. But like, think about that. That's all that's ever going to be made of that Explorer. And if it is to be believed, and I, and I honestly believe this, you'll be able to sell your exclusive explorers in shops. So the fact that you have that explorer, like if you're like me, somebody who's never going to use it because I like my director's explorer. I mean, I'm never, I'm also never going to sell my exclusive bus, but like that is going to be worth, I'm not going to speculate at a hundred thousand upex, but like, Hey, hey throttle up. Come down with that. I want to. I want to pick a couple up. So you know, once they're able to sell it, I'd like to collect a couple. I mean, they're worth. Uh, they're worth two thousand. That's what the event costs. You can get your money back. Two thousand upex guaranteed. I'll give you three thousand uh, upex. I, I'll go on. I'll go on the record right now. I will buy anyone's bus or art exclusive explorer for two thousand upex if that ever comes available. <laughs> I'll buy it for twenty five hundred. <laughs> three, three thousand, thirty five hundred. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, but in all seriousness, like that's gonna be like you're gonna you're gonna make way more than that. And again, you should do it because it's fun and it's part of the you know being part of the community. And you had the chance to win twenty thousand. Like if you would have won the twenty thousand, you wouldn't become you know as sad. But yeah. Oh. Anyway. And then I do have some exciting news for the podcast. Ooh, we have our uh, first sponsorship of the podcast. First sponsorship? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you mean besides Daily Uplander? Well, besides Daily Uplander, I mean Daily Daily Up- Uplander is more of an affiliate, right? That's yeah. So that's probably more of an affiliation or an affiliate. I don't know. I don't know what the words mean. Go ahead. So we have a sponsorship. Yeah, come visit Good Herb Nursery at four twenty Yerbay. Yerba Bueno Avenue, the best nursery in Upland, coming soon in the property development and business update. And uh, that they gave us the upxpodcast.com and the upxpodcast.crypto. They picked up those for us, and they have gifted them to it. And they're already up and running, and they take you right to our Spotify page to play the podcast. Shut up. Bibbing. Bibbing hooked us up. Bibbing, you're a legend. 420 Yerba, what's it? Yerba Bueno. Yerba, Yerba Bueno. Bueno. Which I mean, I think I think actually is Latin for good herb. And it's 420. Is it? I just made that up. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> no, no one, no one fact checked. I was like, I really, think that's Spanish, but if you say it's based, okay. Yes. Oh yeah, it's Spanish for old, old wooden ship. 
Yeah. Anyone who got that reference, my hat's off to you. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, keep it classy, San Francisco. What's up next? So we'll have to figure out what we want to do with these uh, websites. Yeah, that's super cool. So the, is it the upxpodcast.com? Yes. That's legit. And dot crypto. Okay. I'm not as, I'm not a crypto person, so. Me either. And I know that the crypto people hate when I say that because they're like, you play blockchain. <laughs> you create NFTs. You sell wax. I don't know. Or you buy wax. You're a crypto person. I go, eh. It's a means to an end for me. Like I, I play a game that happens to involve crypto. Yeah. So <laughs> but, let's knock some of the yeah. uh, lower things off our list. I mean, not lower yeah. things, but things that we'll talk about on a shorter, shorter subject. But the currently on the fan server, we have, if you're boosting the server, you get access to the premium chat and the premium chat there also has some pretty cool bots going on. Yeah, so this is really exciting. So I've wanted to do something to to give boosters a, a benefit um, for a while now. So for those who are maybe not new or who, who are new to Discord, uh, boosting. So there's like this uh, Discord Nitro, which is pretty cool. You can do things like use animated emojis and use cross-server emojis. So you can use um, you know emojis from any server that you're on and other servers that allow that. And then when you boost um, a server, you get a special role. And then depending on how the server goes, um, there might be some additional benefits. Um, for us as a server, the reason we like boost is that there's different perks. So, um, you know, it's really easy to get level one, a couple a couple um, boosts, and you're there. And you get some extra emojis and some better quality um, sound when you, you know, if you're hosting sound stuff and some animated server icons. Um, we, we hit uh, server level two a couple days ago, uh, which was super cool. So we get more emojis, better audio. We get a server banner, which is super cool. It's at the top. I'm going to design something better for it. Um, people get bigger upload limits for images, um, and we can actually do um, high-quality streaming. Or as of right now, I actually just had uh, Merrill's Sterles. I I'm, I know I'm going to botch their name, and I'm sorry. Um, Sturz Merlin? Uh, boost. Do what? Did you say Sturz Merlin? <laughs> yeah, okay. A bit of dyslexia there. <laughs> Sturz Merlin. Oh, that's way easier to say than whatever I was saying. Um, it just boosted the server, so we're at 25. We need 30 boosts to get to level 3, um, which is the highest level. Um, we'll get 100 more emoji slots, uh, best quality. We get a Vandy URL, um, and everyone can do up to 100 megabyte limit. Uh, and we are working on doing some other things. So, like, once we get to 500 users, we're going to apply for partnership, which is going to give us um, some additional benefits and perks for the, the members. Um, and we'll be able to do like discord giveaways and different stuff like that. So it's really big, um, growing community. Okay. All that aside, you're like, okay, great. What do I actually get if I boost? So this is huge. Um, shout out to hacker recurrier. Well, I'm going to, I don't want to mess up because there's a bunch of people at the uh, Pac-Man. Um, those are probably the core people. I'm sure that there's some other ones. Um, they're working on some amazing tech and bots and they've created, um, these discord bots, which 
are now live and actually I'll be opening them up for like a free trial period um, to the rest of the server uh, based on hackers feedback. These bots will tell you newest listings. So as soon as something goes up on the market, it'll tell you um, who posted it, um, what they posted it for, like what the address is, what neighborhood it's in. And then there's two channels actually. There's an That's over That's the coolest part listing. right there is one, it tells you what neighborhood it's in and then it tells you if it's over or under minting price. Yeah. So obviously you can imagine the over minting price channel is uh, significantly busier than the under minting. Um, but actually, and I think um, Sturz Merle actually uh, boosted because uh, they, they posted two properties for way lower, like 99% below the minting cost uh, by accident, um, thinking that it was USD, not um UPX as I believe what the mix up was. Yeah. And so, um, and they were picked up by, um, some of the premium people off the market, um, and sold them back, um, to them. So, um, great community like that would have been a massive loss. So, um, love to see that, but yeah, so people are posting like if it's zero mint, I mean, there's a couple that are posting, you know, even just five or 10% below mint to liquidize, um, which is great, but then even new listings. So, you know, if you're looking for new listing and, you know, here's a hell's kitchen for 50 over. And I mean, yeah, you see the ones that are like, Oh, this is a lot over, but you know, 20, 30% over if it's something you really want um, is worth it. And then you have, um, the seller. So player to player sales, it is limited right now to only capturing sales that are from the market. So if you put up a property and somebody buys off the market, it'll register it there. If it's like side deals and stuff like that, it's not set up to support that yet, but it's getting there. Uh, so you can see what was sold, who was bought it. That's why when Potashi was on that tear the other day, just buying everything off the market, the channel was blowing up. Um, it was great to watch. Um, you can also see, you know, where are the trends, like while I was watching, you know, dog patch, I'll call it out again. Those properties are, are consistently selling for significantly overvalue. Um, it is set to be a huge, huge place. Uh, Nishiren is doing a fantastic job of, um, creating a lot. I'm even excited. Like, honestly, like I'm like, I need to go pick up a couple more properties, um, because that's going to be really cool my home is still alamo square let me be very clear I, alamo square will be my home and will be where my primary focus is for residential building but i might have like a little like secret mm, i don't know if i can say the word dungeon on our podcast but if i was with nature <laughs> i would maybe a little a little secret turtle dungeon mint <laughs> dog patch you know Back door only. No, can't say that either. We're just going to, we're moving on. All right. I got to get um, into dog patch though. I, I'm waiting for a good deal. Somebody hook me up with a good deal to get into dog good, patch. Good luck, man. I know. Dog patch is, is like, there is no good deals. I mean, they're well, all good deals. In they're a good sense, deal for the seller. Well, I mean, it's going to be good to have property there. Like, um, that's definitely going to be a community collection. Oh, it is. Um, other, other features, and I'll be honest, they're a little bit more controversial um, 
is you can actually check bankroll and check net worth. Net worth, not as exciting because you can find them. You know, if you know how to use your browser, you can find um, people's net worth, but you can just check it in the Discord. Um, but bankroll, which is, is public information, technically you can find it on the blockchain, but you can actually see how much UPEX a, a player has, which can be good if you're trying to wheel and deal or, you know, trying to figure out, hey, how much gas does uh, <laughs> potentially have in the tank? Um, you know, we were watching it, you know, when he reloads and he's got another million, like, Hey, you're going to go sell your property. You should do it now. Um, you know, yeah. we were having those discussions. That was pretty cool to watch uh, it come down and then all of a sudden it reloaded and it, and it's public information. So it's just having the ability to see it and that's part of blockchain. Yeah. And I think that that's the biggest thing. Cause I, I'll be honest, like, I mean, I'm into tech, but, and this blockchain stuff is, is just not my area. So being able to bring this um, to the masses is really important, I think. Um, and the goal also, I, I will say, I haven't decided how much of this will end up being like open to the entire server, but once we reach 30 um, boosts and we're at kind of max level, I do plan on releasing some of this to the entire server. Um, and then hopefully people will boost just to a, you know, as out of appreciation, because these guys are putting in a lot of work um, to build these bots um, and then, you know, supporting the server. And then the last thing, which um, I found out, apparently there has been some underground, obviously people are using it. There was speculation. I didn't know it was possible, but apparently there are ways to find out um, when a treasure is spawning. And if you're savvy enough, you can set, things to remind you, um, which, uh, again, there's been uh, attempts, you know, there's cooldowns and things like that that are still in place. But now um, we actually have a, a, a treasure hunt notice channel. Um, we were, it was doing, it was spamming a lot. So it's down to just a three minute warning, but it'll tell you if there's an exclusive or a limited treasure hunt um, and give you a three minute warning to say, Hey, in three minutes, I thought it was um, just to, limited. Do what? I thought it was just for the limited treasure hunt. Nope, they updated it. It's now oh, exclusive nice. and limited. Oh, so there it is. Say ex- yeah, exclusive hunters get ready. Um, and then there's uh, and, and I like when it starts. It goes ding, ding, ding. Treasure hunt started. Oh no! Like so, we were we got some not complaints, but we got some feedback that there was like too much happening. So now it's literally just the three minute. It's just like, so if you look at the, the recent yeah. history, it's only three minutes. It doesn't ding, ding, ding anymore. But that was the best part. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we'll take that feedback. And if more people want to see ding, 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 it started. The problem is, if you get that notification and you're not already in the you're game hunting, you've already lost. You've yeah. already lost. And that's even the minute, and that's what the feedback was about, was, you know, it was like five. It, it counted all the way down, and then it's like too much. Yeah. But even a minute's not enough to get you prepared. So that three minute, hey, I got three minutes. I can log into the game. I can get where I need to on the map and, and then go from there. I can s- sneak off to the bathroom if I'm at work. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I can oh. excuse myself from a conference call real quick. Uh, like, I'm just going to turn off my cam real quick. Um, so, I yeah, super cool stuff. Months. Um premium you know there's some extra chat oh there's also monthly ufa giveaway so if you're if you're a booster that's another big thing um i'll be dropping some exclusive ufa um, upland fan art stuff from atomic hub to all of the wallets uh of the boosters 
Um, and especially once we hit 30, um, there's definitely going to be a really special, I, I actually have to create one for the 15 milestone, but our 30 milestone as well. So five more boosts left and we'll hit 30 and it's going to be a huge celebration. Yeah, that, that'll be exciting and continue to see what these, what these guys continue to develop and how they roll it out and continuously improve the game. They've been at it for like three days, four days, maybe Maybe. like it's crazy what they've already been able to accomplish. And, you know, I don't want to spoil the tech behind it, but like they're working on getting dedicated servers. Um, So reach out to hacker, like, cause he's, he's, probably going to need some sponsorship. I'm going to throw in some money and hopefully once we get up and running, people will, you know, um, kind of help fund it. And um, once Upland World and some other stuff get going, um, we definitely want to support these guys because they're they're doing the Lord's work, as they say. (laughs) Um, But, like, this is really cool stuff. So I I appreciate the effort of of these people, and they're they're super smart um, knocking this stuff out. So really cool. Yeah. And then... that's my spiel but i'm really happy and really excited about it so that is some some very exciting stuff really quick uh last week we did have the upland fantasy league draft Uh, there's uh 12 uplanders playing in the fantasy football league this year and then we've backed uh 400 wax and then first place third place will get their wax back and Winter will get a lot more wax, so it'll be a fun time. Uh, this week's the first week. Uh, I end up playing Z Hidalgo Kids. China and Thank Me Later go at it. Recurrier and DK Dogs go at it. Sunstar and Blakely's team go at it. Uh, Dizzy Dogs and Nisharin. And T. Davis and June June. Those are the matchups for the week. I think this will be fun, and we'll just give a, give a nice little brief update each week of the interesting things going on of how bad I'm losing because I just auto-drafted and don't understand that I'm getting notifications that somebody's injured, and I'm like, okay. So I guess they're not going to get any points. <laughs> don't I get sympathy points? Like, No, no on, sympathy points. No, I, sympathy. I mean, I thought that's what the NFL was all about. Like, I'm sure he's taking a knee somewhere. Can he get some bonus points? Oh, geez. Like, okay, no. <laughs> moving, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> I actually have no idea about sports or, or politics. So I just I just pick up like pop culture references and throw them around, probably irresponsibly. But, okay. <laughs> Moving on with that. Uh, Moving on. Moving on. So we we did touch on the fact that uh, New York City and other bubbles releasing. Uh, the interesting part is it's going to be Midtown, but what part of Midtown will it be? Yeah, there's so much in this area, and depending on how they release it, it could include Times Square. It could not include Times Square. Uh, it could include some of these buildings that are sought after, Radio City Music Hall. Um, there's all kinds of, you got Diamond Row out there. You got the Rockefeller Center in that area. Uh, you got a couple of... Uh, classic and iconic hotels that are there, some apartment buildings. There's so much to go after there, and it just depends on how they're grouping it. You got more property south to Central Park, so that's that's always hot property to chase after. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, they've been dropping all kinds of stuff on, uh, on Twitter as well, eh? Yeah. So lots of... 
lots of Twitter buzz about it. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see some big players um, emerge. It's it's good. It's good that I think it's a you know that there's some people that maybe were playing it low key in SF or are new to the game. Um, they kind of have this vanilla playground to kind of go and speculate and you know put put their stake in the ground and make their name for themselves. I mean, New York is the entire city's iconic, so. Um, you know, I think having property there and, and some of these big pieces is going to be hugely valuable in the future. And there are properties like if Upland explodes sooner or later, maybe Hilton's going to want to buy some of their hotels back. They want those buildings or maybe um, some other somebody in Diamond Row wants to have theirs or the Sheridan wants to to have their building it's pretty interesting you know in san francisco people speculated they picked up the twitter headquarters they picked up a couple of headquarters along the way there just uh on speculation of that exact same thing or what if barclays wants their new york city building just something to think about there yeah yeah for sure really cool stuff now, the more exciting thing is by the time you're listening to this, hopefully you were paying attention and saw your uh, new article out about landmarks and uh, monuments. Have you had a chance to look this over? Yeah, so, I mean, definitely looking it over. I mean, I think it's it's funny. There was... I. I almost want to say it was Eric. I keep bringing him up. He's my boy now. We're, we're good. We're good buddies now. Um, I think he was actually talking about, like, what does Upland look like with property development, right? And you go, does it look, are they just going to put the same buildings that are there in real life, or can you mix it up? And it's just like, well, A, like, you can definitely mix it up. But then B, uh, it turns out that they're going to also have these landmark buildings, which... Uh, you know, if it makes sense, it's, it takes significant development effort uh, to kind of make the landmarks or the facade and the look of a particular, um, you know, historic or iconic building. Uh, I got to be careful not to confuse iconics with landmarks because they are different. Um, so the the landmark will have buildings or have the ability to put the building there. So it'll still cost and probably cost an exorbitant amount of money. Um, to put this like landmark on the property that then matches the facade of the real life building or like an uplander, an uplanded version of the building um, probably will take some artistic license and won't just be like a Photoshop, like print screen of it. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting how that's all managed and rolled out. Um I think in, in New York they mentioned like that they were going to hold back some of them and, um, you know, launch them separately. And um, there might be um, there might be a kind of a contest around the the landmarks in SF. Because, yeah. they, you know, they want to release some of these, but they're obviously potentially owned by people. So, so. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Just to talk about, first off, the landmark itself. It's going to be, uh, when built, it must resemble its real-world equivalent. So once property development's released, 
you'll be able to build that landmark building and it will require, it says it will require an investment of resources similar to regular structures of the same size. So landmark no, buildings are going to be, be, they're going to be pretty big buildings. So it, it's going to be expensive, um, but you can well, use Yeah. I guess the way that I read that now though is that it'll be, so like if it's a thousand up square building, it won't cost like twice as much to build in a uh, landmark thousand up square. It'll cost the same as like a normal. Just take so the not charging more. I don't know if the Empire State Building is a landmark. Just we're going to use that for reference because it's somewhere okay. in New York. But there's not many structures of that same size in the world itself. Well, okay. Now there is, but, but throughout San Francisco, (laughs) New York, there's not a building of that size. So I think it's going to be expensive and it has to have the exterior facade, but you can make that your house. You can make that, you can run a business out of that. You can make it your house. So you can, uh, you can do a lot with it, but it just has to look like the original building for the landmark itself. Um, yeah. And it will likely generate interest from visitors, customers, because everybody flocks to these landmarks. They're talking about each major city will have roughly about 25 landmarks, but it varies by how iconic that city is. New York City will have more landmarks than, say, Chicago or Houston, you know, uh, that they reference Atlanta here. Now, on San Francisco, that's that's where it's going to get interesting because... All uh, almost all the landmarks are already owned by players, so they're going to be publishing a list of fifty candidates for San Francisco landmarks. Players will be able to vote for up to ten landmarks, and the top tw- and the top twenty will become the official replicas in San Francisco. So you'll be able to vote for ten, and they'll tally up everybody's votes, and the top twenty will be the landmarks in San Francisco. Yeah, so asterisks, I mean, this is subject to change because it's, you know, so if, if the terms and conditions of this change, that that might happen. But that's the current plan. And, and the monuments, they're pretty, uh, pretty uh, vague about these monuments. So they're going to have unique properties that represent iconic real-world locations. I don't like how much they've used iconic in this article because you're thinking about yeah. the iconic collection in itself. And but so either way, they represent real world locations, but they do not support businesses. These properties are called monuments, a specific, specific type of landmark that has few other interesting attributes that they'll reveal in the future. And monuments will represent the real world equivalent and will be central not only to the character of each city, but also to the uniqueness of that city's event capacity. So what's the city's event capacity? What do they have up their sleeves? Yeah. So really interesting stuff. I mean, I'm going to go there. The obvious one to me in San Francisco for a monument is Alamo Square, among others. But I go, to me, I will be shocked, devastated, hurt a little bit in my heart if Alamo Square is not a monument. Um, I love the idea that it would then just be converted to a park 
that would hold like small to moderate events. And then there's some other bigger, um, you know, kind of monument things um, that could hold different. I, I, it's, it's a great idea. I mean, it's really exciting um, when you start thinking about it and then you go back over the map, like, Hmm, could this be, you know, a monument? Uh, what are going to be the landmarks potentially? So, yeah, that's that's the city's event capacity. What kind of events are they hosting? Yeah, well, I mean, they said they were going to do like virtual concerts. I mean, you know, you know, your boy Nishan would bring in all of his DJs, and Mars Utah be there rocking out, and you know, I would love that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the equivalent of the Red Door is. Uh, I'm sure it's in Dogpatch. I'd be curious if there's going to be a monument in Dogpatch. Ooh, mm. we'll have to find anyway. out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, so. This good. is pretty exciting. So you'll have these landmarks where you can build a real world on it and then get creative with it with whatever you want. But then they're going to have these special monuments so that they'll reveal to us in the future and that it will help impact the city's event capacity so we'll look forward to that and there's another contest out so it's calling all artists and creative designers i'm hopefully uh you're a creative designer there because there's another badge up for grabs there thank me later (laughs) yeah i i'll let i'll let an actual creative person get that badge uh mine mine is more uh, parody and fun creative. There are some true artists out there. Uh, Verthus, uh, honestly, the the team. I know it's not their their probably their normal subject material, but uh, pinup girl art has some amazing artists. So I know that there's some people in the community now. I don't know what they're building art would look like um and i'm trying to think of there's been a couple of people that are i know are working on some 2d and 3d uh building models so be curious to see if they partake in this uh, particular event but i'll leave it to the true artist i am uh i am but a dabbler yeah but it, it is pretty cool so you you'll pick one of three new york city landmarks to design so we're back to the landmarks so the chrysler building Guggenheimer Museum and the UN building. So you pick one of the three landmarks and you get to design it. It must be original, but you can't use pre-existing building assets because that will disqualify your entry. It can be 3D or 2D, but bonus points for 3D. And upland branding styles encouraged. Um, And then throughout the week, they'll be sharing some examples of what properties will look like in upland. The best design as determined by the team, by the upland team, gets 85,000 UPEX and a new architect badge. Second place gets 55,000 and third gets 35,000. So you'll have to submit your entry. You tweet an image of your landmark design at Upland Me with the hashtag rebuild the world, hashtag Upland, hashtag metaverse. And uh, the deadline is September 21st. So good luck to everybody uh, going after that. And you get a, get an architect badge. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. I'm not going to lie. Little little jelly, but again, not not a real artist. I'm a pretender. I I want to I can't wait to see what what people come up with. A really good community, a lot of talented people, so. And 
now this is going to be interesting since they're releasing. I mean, I already said it. I, I'll be interested to see how many people have to scratch some buildings off their wish list because they are landmarks now and won't be released tomorrow or today. Oh, you mean um, in New York? Because they're going to hold them back. Yeah, yeah I got to stop talking yeah, that's about interesting. The, about the future <laughs> when everybody's going to listen after the fact to some of these things happening. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, um, yeah, that covers the landmarks. So that that's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, huge. And let's see here. As always, make sure that you're uh, rating this podcast. Make sure you're writing a review, uh, retweet it, share it, let everybody know about it. Uh, we got a lot of players out there. They need to listen to this podcast to, to enjoy it just like you guys do. Um, what else do you have going on on all your side projects? Thank me later. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of, I got a lot of pots in the, in the oven, kettle, something. That's how many things are going on. I don't even have the metaphor for it. Um, but honestly, like I stick to the the primary message and go support, um, you know, really the Upland fan server, trying to build and support that right now. Um, DailyUplander.com, those guys are doing great work. Honestly, my other my other things, Upland Guru has been outdated for a little bit. Um, I need to get back on it. Um, but, yeah, there's resources. Reach out to us. Um yeah, so that's that's really it. I think, you know, let's just continue to build the community uh, and have some fun. Always check out. There's a, co- a lot of cool projects on Atomic Up too. I, I will say that Upland fan art's still going really strong. I actually need to do. Um, I'll probably do um, a membership card this week. Touch wood if I can get my act together. Um, so Upland fan art, we'll be doing some stuff with that. So check that out. Uh, message me on uh, Discord if you have questions about it. Uh, but yeah, that's probably it. And don't forget to go check out the first sponsorship of the Epics Podcast, 420 <laughs> Yerba Buena Avenue for uh, Bibby's uh, Landscaping yeah. Company, or uh, Nursery, not Landscaping Company, but Nursery. Uh, we do appreciate you getting those uh, websites for us. Much love, Bibby. Much love. You're a legend. 420 Yerba Herba Buena. I'm never going to. It'll be somewhere. We'll post it somewhere. And that's what we forgot to do. We never posted the contest for Eden's places that he played in San Francisco. You know what's even worse is like three or four people messaged me with the answer, actually. Oh, man. Like. Uh, I'm so far behind on stuff. My God, my my inbox, <laughs> uh, Discord's crazy. There's a and I. The other thing is, I don't even know the answer because he never told us. <laughs> well, we'll get the answer, but I believe the people that message you were they all the same answer? Oh, I didn't even check that. That would have been smart. <laughs> like somebody gave me like the set list of his band. I was like, here's the ones he played at that are iconics here's the other ones that you know aren't properties blah blah blah. i was like holy crap like some sleuths out there that were taking it seriously so we got to hook them up for sure yeah we'll hook them up but uh once again thank you guys for tuning in and gals uh we look forward to talking to you next week and uh you're welcome for the early surprise of this coming out a day early and in two weeks we'll have to record on a wednesday due 
due to prior commitments again. But always hit us up in the DMs on Discord. Follow us on Twitter. Retweet our podcast. Tell your friends about Upland. And talk to you next week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuck.